Dean and Mike. We all know people just like Dean and Mike. Today, we are going to tell you the true story of Dean and Mike and how different life decisions led them towards a completely different future. Can someone in a lower paying job actually save more money than someone making twice as much as them? How could that be? Today, you are going to find out. Lastly, have you ever heard this phrase, fail to plan, plan to fail? You've probably heard that before, right? But how does it apply to me? Which one do you want to become, Dean or Mike? Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. All right, so let's get started with today's story. Dave is going to teach all about the history and the background of Dean and Mike, who are two friends of his, and how their life choices led them down two completely different paths. Hello, friends. Thanks for joining our podcast today. I want to tell you about these two good friends that I have known since high school. They're very similar in many ways, as they both played sports together in high school. They both went off to college, uh, got married, and both have two kids. Now, the first one is Dean, and Dean has had a career as an electrician. He has his own shop with 10 people working for him. His business has had its ups and downs, like almost everyone's has. However, he has succeeded and supported his family for over 35 years. And uh, he's been very successful. He's had a, uh, a very prosperous business. Also along the way, he has a little side hustle. Some of you know about that, what a side hustle is. And he loves computers. And he was able to figure out how to diagnose computer problems and repair them and made some extra money on the side doing that. Dean also loves music. This guy is a music fanatic. And I remember uh, knowing him in school that uh, we'd go over his house. He had a fantastic sound system. He had this, the world's largest record collection, if, if you know what I mean. I remember going into uh, Boston with him. We'd go to the Harvard Coop. I would buy three or four or five records. He would come home with 15 records. And that was the norm. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy, but that's him. You know, he loves music. He also loves to go to concerts. Um, he goes all the time. He still goes to this day into Boston or down at the Cape. And a lot of the times when he's hearing music, he'll go dancing with his wife. He loves to do that as well. In short, Dean lives life for the now and financially spends pretty freely. He's an awesome friend and very fun to be around. So more or less, Dean is your typical American. No, he's a, he's a spender. Sounds like he likes to uh, have nice things, have a big record collection, and successful in business, but also lives a big life too, huh? Yeah, yeah, that kind of fills in Dean. I mean, he does lots of other things too besides music and dancing. But yeah, he lives for the now. He really enjoys his life. And I, I like him a lot. He's a great friend. Awesome. All right, so... 
Tell us a little bit about Mike, your other friend. All right. My other friend is Mike. And uh, same scenario, he's a buddy from high school and a really good guy. He worked for the same company for over 30 years in retail sales. He started in sales and then worked into middle management, which he did for most of his career. He really did like his job as an operations manager and was happy with it. The challenge, though, as we're talking as a financial podcast, is the pay was on the low side. Retail, in general, has pretty low pay. And he was stuck in one of those careers that just really did not make a lot of money. Unfortunately, the other side is the retail can have really lousy hours for working nights and weekends. Every single holiday, you could see Mike at the store working 10 to 12 hour days, which was the norm. Mike worked every Thanksgiving weekend, every Christmas holiday, and it was tough because his friends would be celebrating with family during that time. However, there can be joy in any job, and Mike enjoyed his work for most of that time. Now, from a financial perspective, Mike was frugal, and some people might say other words like cheap, but I'd like to say he was frugal, and I really think he was. He almost always brought his lunch to work, as one example. For most of his beginning of his career, he had only one car. And the reason for that was he walked to work. He didn't need two cars, and so they didn't have two cars in their family. He and his family also lived within their means and never made payments on their credit cards. And what I mean by that is, you know, they used credit cards, but they always paid the total balance every month. In all of the years that he's been working, he never made a minimum payment. He always paid the total payment. One other thing that's interesting is when he received a raise, it went to investing in, into saving more for the future. He never took that raise and, say, bought a new toy or went on a, a big vacation. He put that towards his future. Occasionally, he would get a bonus or a surprise cash infusion, and guess where it went? Let me guess. It went to his savings account or to an investment. Exactly. Yeah. He, you know, he's a pretty strong saver, and he put that money into the savings account, and once he got a certain amount, he would invest it in things that went up in value. So what I mean by that is he didn't buy the newest computer or bought a new car. He looked at things that would go up in value, like putting money in the stock market or buying real estate, things that has a good potential of going up in value. Now, Mike was not all hard-nosed. He enjoyed life, too. He has traveled quite a bit, but when he traveled, he took modest trips with his family. Once or twice a year, they would go someplace, but mostly enjoyed things that didn't cost a lot of money, like they enjoy hiking and tennis and time with family, which did not drain the savings account. So more or less, Mike was a Holiday Inn, maybe uh, you could say Holiday Inn traveler, as opposed to a, a five-star hotel with the nicest amenities traveler. Uh, yes, that would be right. Okay, as long as he's not a, he wasn't a Motel 6 guy. That would be right as well. He was not a Motel 6 guy. Sounds good. Okay, I imagine, Dave, that you take the stance of Mike more than Dean, right? Yes. You could probably see where this is going, right? 
Both of these guys are now 65 years old, and Dean is still working. He's doing very well, by the way, but he is still working, and he has said to me that he doesn't know when he'll ever retire. Wow. Now, Mike, he has been retired for over 10 years now and has spent as much as six months a year on his passion, and that is traveling. He's been to over 50 countries, and he has taken 15 cruises. He's also had time to be with his family more and to a much greater extent since he's retired. So going back to Dean a little bit, you mentioned he doesn't even know when he'll be retiring and he's 65 years old. Does that worry him or does he just live life so carefree and he enjoys his job so much that it doesn't even phase him that he doesn't even know when he'll be able to retire? Well, that's a good question, Nate. And uh, I would say overall he likes his job, but he is definitely working too much and he sees that he needs to slow down a little bit. However, he, uh, he realizes also that he needs to work to support the family. It's really the only option for him at this point. At this point. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's doing fine, but I think if he, if he could be honest, he'd probably say, yeah, it'd be nice if I didn't have to work. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he could argue, I guess, that he really enjoyed his life in his younger years, perhaps. But it sounds like maybe Mike doesn't have any regrets in his younger years and and lived a pretty good life. It was just a a bit more modest in terms of the expenses that were made. That's right. Yeah, I would I would say that's a pretty good way to explain it. So let me ask you a question. Why didn't Dean retire at 55? Probably many reasons, right? However, one stands out. And on the other hand, how did Mike retire early and have enough income to live on that and not have to rely on a traditional job? The answer is Dean is what I call a spender. Dean has a great family. He does a lot with them. And as I mentioned, he really enjoys his free time seeing concerts, going to clubs, dancing with his wife, among other things. One other thing that is of interest, I think, in this story today is Dean decided to live for today and chose to spend a larger part of his income on current experiences. Now, here's a key, I think. He once told me directly that years ago, his dad passed away young and never enjoyed the fruits of his labor, so he was not going to do the same. And I get that. He was going to live his life Now, he has saved some for retirement, but not enough to retire fully yet. Yeah, so it sounds like his dad really shaped how he wanted to live his life, you know, where his dad passed away young and maybe his dad had all these dreams and aspirations and he saw that his dad was never able to live out those aspirations. So it's almost like Dean wanted to hit his whole bucket list right away. Yeah, I mean... I 100% agree with Dean in that regard that, you know, you don't want to live your whole life so miserly that, gosh, you come to the end of life and it's like, wow, all I did was work. Yeah. And so I, I definitely get that. However, as you'll learn in future podcasts too, life is full of balances. And that's what I'm trying to explain in this podcast today, the difference between Dean and Mike. And let me just share a little bit more about Mike from that perspective. 
Mike is what I call a saver and an investor. Now remember, Dean is a spender, and Mike is what I call a saver. Mike puts his money into things that have a good chance of going up in value. Mike did some traveling with his family annually. However, mostly created local, less expensive experiences like hiking friends over for dinners and day trips to the local area attractions like I had mentioned before. He is frugal and has created financial habits that have helped him win with money. Now here's the kicker. Over the years, Dean, the spender, earned twice as much as what Mike earned. So how did a regular guy like Mike win with money? That is a great question. That's, you know, and that kind of defies all logic, right? Right. You need to, a lot of times you'll hear people say, you need to make more money to be able to, to save more money. And sure, making more money is always a great option, right? I mean, mm-hmm. in terms of planning for your future, if you have more money, you can spend more and you can save more. But as I'm sure we'll see, a lot of times people that make more money also increase how they live. For instance, Dean, you know, since he had more money, he lived more lavishly. Right. I will go into more depth on this subject in the next podcast. I'll share Mike's secret to financial success and win in the financial game of life. By the way, it's not a crazy, complicated process, and anyone can do it no matter what their income is. It's definitely not how much you make, although the higher income, as Nate said, will accelerate your success, but it's what you do with the money you make that makes the difference. So here's what I want to leave you with. Here's a question or two that I want you to think through. Do you see a bit of yourself in one of these two friends? Can you identify with some of their habits? Why is being a saver such a big deal? Very interesting story. Thank you for sharing a little bit about Dean and Mike. Perhaps you might be wondering, wow, this Mike guy sounds a little bit like Dave. And if you were thinking that during the story, that is correct. Dave was Mike. We wanted to present it a little bit differently where we compare and contrast the two. And, you know, the point of this podcast isn't to vilify Dean in any way. It's not like, you know, he hasn't lived a good life and supported his family. It's just that you don't want to get to the end of your life and think, well, I don't know when I'm going to retire. Right. And so I think there's probably a happy balance between the two, right? Or it's it's not about being a super saver, which I don't think Mike was, or in this case, you were, Dave. Right. We traveled and we we went on family vacations to nice places. We went to California every year from Massachusetts and we had other trips, went to national parks, but we didn't live in these huge, incredible experiences where now you're able to do that a little bit more as you're retired. That's right. Yeah. Again, I absolutely want you to understand that uh, people make choices in life and uh, Dean's an awesome guy. He made great choices. I'm just trying to encourage you to think about it a little bit differently from a financial perspective. And especially for you folks out there that are from an income that's limited, because that's where I was. I really did not make a lot of money for my career. 
However, I made some choices that made the difference in my life financially that really changed the trajectory of my life when I retired. So here's three points I want to emphasize for today's podcast. It doesn't matter as much where you come from. What does matter is the choices you make to succeed in personal finance. Secondly, it's not how much you make. I'm telling you, it's not how much you make. It's what you do with your money that counts. And lastly, winning with money is a choice. As Nate had said at the beginning, it's a really good phrase, and I want you to think through it again. Fail to plan, plan to fail. Have that sink in a little bit. Decide today to change the trajectory of your money. You can do that by being intentional with your money, by saving a percentage of everything you earn, no excuses and without fail. So we want to ask you that question. Are you a saver or a spender? What are you? Both people in this story are good people and have lived a good life. However, Mike, being a saver, was able to change the direction of his future and have more options in retirement. If that sounds like something that you want to do and that you want to prepare for for your future so that you're not wondering, well, well, when I retire, what's going to happen? Is the government going to be able to take care of me? Mm Mm-hmm then we want you to stick around as we have many more episodes and we're going to tell you all different ways that you can simply become that type of person and save for the future. So most of the time, married couples, if you are married, if you're not, that's fine, have one person of each type. And I think that's a good balance. If you have two spenders, you might have a few more issues, right? Mm -hmm. So begin to think, who you want to become. And again, in the upcoming episodes, we're going to provide you with some simple tips to be able to become that person. The next episode, we will give you a plethora of practical options for how you can be like Mike, how you can prepare for your future while still living in the moment. And lastly, as always, we want to end with a Bible verse from Scripture. So Dave, go ahead. All right. Thanks, Nate. And as you will see over the uh, course of the podcast, we will have a lot of scripture to end our podcast, but there'll also be quotes from successful people that relate to money. But this week, I am going to share another quote from the Bible, and it's Proverbs 13, 11. Proverbs 13, 11. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it.